Your Health Podcast with Ben Canning and Dave Kennedy. Two guys heading out to hack body, mind, business, and beyond. We are here to provide a single source, bullshit-free guide to understanding your body and how you can live better for longer. Welcome back to Hacking Your Health Podcast. I'm Ben Canning. And I'm Dave Kennedy. That was good, wasn't it? That was good, yeah. But I think yeah. I think you're supposed to say, I think we go this every time, but I think it's supposed to say like, hey, I'm Ben Canning, I'm Dave Kennedy, and then this is Hacking Your Health. But it's fine. But I can't have fine. a, I don't know then, I can't just introduce myself at the start. Like I need a bit in between. You'd be like, hey, everybody, good to see you. You know, happy new year. It's Merry only Christmas. Can we see you. Well, but whatever. And then, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know. <I'm> <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway. Well, actually, the first point that I want to note before we get into anything is we hit 10,000 downloads. So, I mean, Woo! that's a thing to celebrate. That's awesome, man. That's uh, yeah. fantastic. I mean, when we first started this, uh, you know, never would have thought we'd have got the reception from, from the community, but uh, 10,000 is an awesome, huge milestone. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the first thing that happened this week. Um, the other thing I wanted to do, and I'll maybe make this a weekly thing if we remember to do it, is to celebrate some wins that are going on within the client community, because I feel like, not that we forget about them, but, you know, there is a lot of shit happening. And I just want to sort of put it out to everybody else as to what's going on. So the first one that I want to note is a, a massive congratulations to David Boyd, who had a son uh, yes. last, last night or yesterday at some point. Um. I mean, it's not often that we have someone who has a baby within the group, so that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Awesome. (laughs) The second point is I got a message from Jason earlier on. Um, Basically, long story short, suffers from sleep apnea, has to obviously wear a CPAP, forgot to wear it last night and had a really fucking good sleep and generally is feeling much better in terms of how he's sleeping with or without it. And like genuinely, whenever we started, he was getting like two and a half hours sleep, which was shit, as you can imagine. So there's been a lot of work going into that and obviously the more sort of weight he loses and the better his body is functioning the better his sleep is so that i mean goes way beyond just the sort of physical aspect of what we do that's awesome you know uh the the health aspects that you get I and mean, i think you know that's the hard thing i think for people to understand is that it's not just about you know feeling confident in your body and feeling confident of who you are and, and and looking good it's also the byproduct of everything that happens uh on top of that right it's it's you know, fixing your sleep, fixing your brain activity, your brain fog. I mean, all that stuff. If you're running a, if you're running a well-oiled machine, you know, everything else starts to fall in line. Your health ailments start to subside and you start to do a much better job. Blood pressure shoots down. Cardiovascular wise, you feel better. Uh, you have more energy. You wake up better. I, I tell you, I always used to tell myself I was a, uh, I was a, uh, uh, a late evening person or, you know, like I was an evening person where I'd stay up till like three, four five o'clock. And then I'd sleep until, you know, 11, 11 o'clock in the afternoon or, in, in, you know, in the morning. And, uh, that was always my thing. Now I wake up at six thirty seven, and I'm not happy to get up at six thirty or seven, but, 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 ready? I, but, I, but I'm ready. I'm ready to go. You know, I'm ready to go and hit the, hit the ground. Running. And, it, and it takes me a millisecond or a fraction of seconds to get into a set where I'm like, Hey, I'm up now. It's good. You know, I'm ready to go. So I, you know, I think, I think it's a good testament to say, Hey, you know, you start living a healthy lifestyle, all the things start to come into play uh, with that as well. Yeah. It's every, it's everything that comes along with it. And it's, you know, again, actually to talk about Jason, you know, he sent me a message during the week. Um, I don't know if actually I shared the photo with you. Basically again, long story short, he, there was a mad storm and um, wherever he lives, winds up to hundred miles an hour, which seems absolutely insane to me. Um, but basically he was out just lifting the trees and moving everything and sort of clearing everything up. And his wife was out, out the window, checking him out and said, like, sent him a photo of himself and like, holy shit, like, look at you. And it's, it's awesome. those things that we sort of don't recognize in ourselves and also take for granted that sort of come as a bit of a byproduct as to what we do or what you do in terms of like bettering yourself and sort of take control of your health. Yep. And that's the thing, you know, take control of your health. And guess what? Uh, that's what today's podcast is about, right? Mm-hmm. Is is really how, you know, we talked a little bit last week, I think, on um, some of the tips and tricks and things like that going into 2022, of what you can expect, uh, but also just some mindset things that you could do um, just to kind of get started. I think today's podcast is really getting you ready for the new year, whether you're already an active, you know, active in training and you're doing an awesome job, and you just want to make tweaks or you want to keep getting better um, or you know, you're just going to get started and this is the year, right? And, and 
hell yeah, make this the year, right? Make this the year that you are successful. Think about all the failures that you've had before in the past and why this year is going to be different. It will be different. Um, and that's the thing to, to, to believe in, to have you know belief in yourself and to understand. And we've talked about the, the whole mindset aspect, of it, but remember that we're going to have days where we fall off, you know? I remember again. I'll go back to that one story where I was at that poker tournament, Ben. And you know, I was—I I don't know if I'm one of your more extreme uh, clients uh, in some I mean, areas. If ever, <laughs> if ever there was an understatement, <laughs> but but just to put it in perspective, like I, I took this to an extreme, um, and you know, to the point of—I of, think this was probably maybe six months in to our training. And I, you know, I, I, I would hit my calories every single day. I would not have a failure day. Like I was like, you know, Hey, if it was 2,500 calories, I was hitting 2,500 calories. I was seeing my protein goals. I didn't falter or, or weaken or anything. I was spot on for six months. And then I had one day where, uh, you know, I went to a poker tournament, you know, like, you know what, Hey, I'm going to enjoy this a little bit. And I, so I had some extra beers, you know, I had some, some pizza and some other things. And I probably went over about a thousand calories, right? So if I was 2,500 calories, it was at 3,500 calories. And I, I must have texted Ben in a complete panic the next day. Like, I'm a complete piece of shit. I'm fat again. You know, like, I, there's no way I, I'm going to be successful in this. You know, and obviously that's not the case. Uh, this is a, a long-term journey. You're going to have days like that. You're going to have days where you want to enjoy food. It's around the holiday time frames, right? Enjoying food. But just remember getting back onto um, this lifestyle is the most important thing. Just having more better days than not better days is so important. Yeah, absolutely agree. And I think it's, it's sort of right. I think you, I can't remember what episode you said it on, but it's about making the things that, you know, were your habits and were your day to day before the sort of unhealthy yeah. side of it, making them few and far between. It's not that they're never going to happen. You know, everybody's human. Everybody's going to go through the times, you know, everybody has events, social events, birthdays, anniversaries, Christmas, just shit show, shit at work, whatever it is. Like you're never fully going to get away from that, but it's about, like if that's the way that you used to live that got you to the that sort of unhealthy place, then you know it's about making those days few and far between rather than making that the day to day and recognizing that okay, that one day that was absolutely fine, but change back to what you were doing the next day and not make it like two days, three days, ten weeks, a year down the line like fuck, yep. you stopped in the one day. Yep. And that's, you know, the, the, the whole habit aspect is, is everything, right? You're making this a habit and this is your new habit moving forward. Right. And, uh, so before, but before we get into the 2022 years, you know, year of success for everybody here, and, and we wish you obviously happy holidays and all that good stuff. Happy new year around this time. And, you know, first of all, stay away from, I'm just going to go to the gym seven days a week and I'm going to starve myself and do all these things. Don't do it. Start small. Okay. If you're going to make a new year's resolution, Hey, it's going to be, I'm going to hit 10,000 steps a day. Fantastic. That is a great one. Or, Hey, I'm going to start tracking my calories. I'm not going to lower my calories, but I'm going to start tracking what I eat. Right. Those are good little milestones to have good, successful time. But before we get into all of that, first of all, how are you doing, Ben? Uh, I'm doing really good, man. Thank you. Um, I, um, do we talk about training? I shared it you last week for talking about training first, but I'm going to talk about training. <laughs> so yesterday, which was Tuesday, um, I just really fucking didn't want to go to the gym. I just was not in the mood for it. And I was like, no, fuck it, because I can't tell all you guys to do it and then me not do it, whatever. And I had a really good session, like a really, really good session. And obviously I said to you, you know, I'm training for anybody who's in the UK listening, I'm training in Pure Gym at the minute, just convenience wise, which is again a point to note because for a week or so, maybe 10 days, I didn't go to the gym because I was put off by the 25 minute drive to the gym that I usually train at. So instead of just being put off and being like, fuck it, there's a pure gym that's five minutes away. It's not ideal. I don't like the gym, but I'm going and that's the main thing. Um, so yeah, the long story short, that one train's good. I'm feeling much better. Um, work is good. I'm actually going to try and wrap things up today i think after we have our, our group call later on and um, take a couple of days off and then get back to uh, on monday with check-ins and actually take some time away to sort of recharge and do whatever the fuck i want over the weekend yeah that sounds like a good plan man and uh you know listen you know we, we i joke with you obviously via text and stuff like that about the gym and the lunk alarms and planet fitness and, and you know but i mean at the end of the day you know if if a planet fitness is near you or a gym that you may not necessarily like as much, but you're still putting the work in. That's all that matters. Who cares about the gym? Who cares about the place you're going to? If they have the equipment you need, minus I, you had mentioned that they don't have uh, 
uh, two ropes for your twenty one ropes. Stations. Like I, what? I, 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 Hopefully, Santa brings me a second rope. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. He, uh, um, you know, I, I but, would just, I would just bomb out. <laughs> but to be fair, on that point, like I was sitting yesterday and the like the machines mainly are upstairs and then the weight, like the free weight section downstairs. And I was sat there and I was like, you know what? It was maybe me being a bit of a fucking gym snob. Like it's not that bad. It's just super bright and like. It's like just a generic gym. It's like, I don't know about you, but if I go away somewhere, I don't want to stay in a hotel that's like that general, like generic hotel. It's like that in a gym version that it's just everything's the same. It's like the techno gym equipment. It's just super bright. It's a 24 hour gym. So there's no one who actually really works there. So there's no like personality met at the door. Like, you know, yeah. there's, there's none of that shit. So it's just, it's very impersonal, but it's getting the job done at the minute. And that's the main thing. That's all that matters. And guess what? You're putting the work in, right? Mm-hmm. You're not. You're not uh, dreading the 25 hour uh, or 25 minute, uh, you know, ride or anything like that. So that's nope. that's a great. Literally thing five there. minutes away. That's awesome. And yeah, what about well, you? What's going on hey, with you? Things things are okay on my end. Uh, we had a little uh, spatch of COVID uh, here, so um, luckily, I <laughs> just like the boosters, I didn't feel a thing. Just like COVID, I I haven't. I, have, I keep testing negative, but unfortunately, when my kids came. Uh, back with it, and then uh, two other kids got it. So Aaron and I, lucky, have been testing negative, and it looks like we're kind of in the tail end of this, you know. So we are all vaccinated, got the boosters. All of our kids are vaccinated, and uh, you know, it's been one of those things where you're just like, eh, I mean, that's kind of the world we live in today, right? Mm-hmm. So um, making it through that, but that hasn't, luckily, has not been you know very rough. I know a lot of folks have gone through a lot of rough patches with that. So for us, it's you know been been pretty pretty straightforward. But uh, no, other than that, uh, Jim has been really good. Um, you know, I was mentioning to you yesterday, I got like three fourths, you know, the way through my lift. And uh, I was like, man, I'm really tired. Like, I just, you know, like, I, cause I was hit, I, you know, I PR'd all the way through. And I'm like, I'm pretty dead at this point, but I'm still going to PR all the rest of the way through anyway. So, you know, I, uh, I, I killed it. And it's crazy, man. Like, you know, I look at the previous weeks to this week, you know, and everything else. And I just, you know, you know, my, my, Weight is staying the same, yet I still continue to drop calories, but yet I'm lifting way heavier. My muscles are definitely growing. My measurements are all perfect. I don't understand my body sometimes, but it's working. So I'm, I'm getting leaner. Uh, I'm getting more muscle, but I'm not dropping any weight. So I'm like right in that perfect balance point right now uh, of, of everything where I'm getting leaner and I am just have just a shit ton of muscle being added on right now for some reason. And I, and, and I, and I don't want to say it's because of a supplement, but there's some really cool – there's a new supplement that I'm trying out that – that is different, and I and I actually am seeing some some noticeable improvements in it. So, um, there's a, a supplement I started. I started doing some research on, uh, and, and listen, supplements. You know, we've had a, a whole discussion on supplements. If your nutrition isn't spot on, if your resistance training isn't spot on, is if everything is spot on, this isn't going to do anything for you. So, so I want to preface it with that. Um, but there's there's something that that happens in your body, which is called uh, mTOR, which is Basically, um, the way that your body kind of uh, handles metabolism, protein synthesis, uh, and a lot of other things that, that kind of goes through. And so long story short, um, there's a, a product out there, um, and there's a whole bunch of them. I, I, like, I like the Redcon 1 guys. They have some good, good products, um, but they have this product called the 11 Bravo. And uh, what it is is um, it's, it's phosphatic acid, uh, which is basically a lipid messenger that um, – has been shown in studies to increase protein synthesis by stimulating um, mTOR. So basically, it's it's telling the mTOR part of your body to produce more muscle mass. Uh, and this is, you know, a um, it's not a steroid, it's not anabolic, uh, it's not a you know anything to that effect. It's just a, a specific type of, of chemical in your body that's used to stimulate uh, mTOR and protein synthesis. And so um, there was a study that came out of uh, Biomed Central um, on. Uh, in, in, so when you look at control studies in humans, it's really difficult, um, because, you know, you have a lot of variables, um, people not eating right, you know, people lifting more than others. So you have to really kind of dive down into it. You know, the, the controlled rat studies and things like that are a lot better. Um, although they don't directly one-to-one apply in humans. So like what they'll do is they'll basically, you know, do a lot of, you know, um, mice studies and things like that. And then they'll try to, you know, simulate that in, in very small controlled studies to see if they have the same type of effect in mice. And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. This one was specifically um, in uh, done, so it's a low sample size, uh, but there's a lot more studies out there on this. But it was 18 uh, um, strength-trained males um, that were basically in a randomized group. So, 
you know, half of them were in placebo, uh, half of them were taking um, this phosphatic acid. And what's crazy about it is um, there was a significant effect, um, short, mid, and long term, over lean body mass growth, um, 33% increase in lean body mass growth over those in the placebo group. And then um, there was a significant impact um, on strength, um, both on the bench press and leg press. So 666% increase uh, in in strength on the- I'm just, I'm just ordering it right now. Just to get you one of what I'm doing. I'm literally, I'm literally ordering it right now. <laughs> 666% increase in strength and those taking it versus placebo. And on the bench press, 126% increase uh, in strength versus the placebo group. So some pretty interesting, and this was a, a eight-week trial um, that was done, and they're basically doing three days per week resistance training to see lean body and measuring lean body mass as it was going on. And so um, I started taking this about uh, four weeks ago, and, you know, again, I don't, I, I don't, you know, I can't say just by me taking this, but I, I've noticed some substantial muscle growth increase um, over a very short period of time just by, by taking this. And, you know, side effect wise, not a, it's fine on the liver. Um, you know, again, it's not a steroid. It's, it's uh, you know, basic, basically a, a specific chemical that's released in your body that tells your body to, you know, help with, um, you know, I mean, like mTOR is, is, you know, plays a key role. And I'm just reading this from, um, the NCBI medical research um, uh, study groups, which plays a key role in aging, uh, has been implicated in disorders such as um, uh, cancer, cardiovascular disease, obesity, diabetes. So better mTOR results equals you know better areas um, for there. Um, increase um, also helps with overall body growth. Uh, there's just a whole, a whole, so many benefits of of mTOR in your body, you know, on your metabolism and everything else. So it's it's a it's a pretty cool, interesting supplement that I started taking. Again, you know, if, if everything else isn't you know spot on, this isn't going to do anything for you. Um, but if you're at a regular regiment, uh, and you want to try something that may have an impact on you based on, you know, what we've seen from controlled study groups, um, this might be a cool one to add to that list of, of ones. But other than that, uh, things have been, been going really good. Training's good. Health is good. Uh, at least from my side, my kids are, you know, getting over it. Um, but, uh, everything else has, has, has been great. Kicked nice. some ass earlier, uh, on Ed Orange Theory. So, Part of the whole Does Orange Theory have so. like a Christmas party? You gonna have an Orange Theory Christmas? Like no, we're 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 in the whole like isolation thing right oh, now. Yeah. Just okay. you know, kind of yeah. So even even Christmas is is canceled for us, unfortunately. So we're just doing a, a family Christmas just with our our you know media family, and then you know we're gonna do probably the, you know in the New Year time frame do it with uh, our parents and grandparents and all that good stuff. So best nice. to be cool. safe than than sorry. So yeah, hundred percent. So I genuinely, you are talking about eleven Bravo stuff. I am more doing up here. I've just seen though, um, big noise pre workout Dragon's Blood. I mean, I'm sold on that right away. <laughs> um, I'll finish doing that after. But anyway, the, the yes. big no the big noise is good. Um, of course I have some, and then also they have a secondary um supplement for muscle building called Halo. So okay. Halo and Level Bravo stacked together is supposed to be really good. Okay. I don't it's have Halo so yet. Cool. I ordered it. It's it's coming. Okay, so order it here now then. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I think I've just put fifteen different supplements in there, but anyway. Um, <laughs> so yes, I can get it anyway. And answer to your question, they have a UK based site as well. I really like the Redcon stuff. I like the it's it's just a cool brand. Like what they do, like the packaging's cool, the branding's cool. I like all that stuff. So yeah, it's a cool brand. And anything. It's really like military ish, you know, and yeah, everything yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. And obviously, even, a military, so it's cool. So <laughs> yeah, even the. Um, I'm going to say the V word, the vegan protein here, like the green beret. Obviously, I get the sort of analogy there as to the, what they're trying to touch on, but I'm actually yeah. going to order the vegan protein just from a digestion perspective to try it out. Um, but yes, I can't wait to try it out. If I would get 666% in strength increase, then we're good. Do you check out your log press? You're going to be like, oh my God. <laughs> actually, and I'm, I was kind of joking, and now that I think about it, I might, might not have been. Yesterday, whenever you were talking about the, the rack pulls, I was like, I don't think there's enough weight plates in this gym. I genuinely, in the, in the downstairs section, I don't think there is enough weight plates for what I would need to do a rack pull. But anyway, 2022. Yeah. 2022, right? Okay. First of all, so, let's hope it's going to be a great year for everybody. I just want to throw that out there, and hopefully we're coming out of this crap. I mean, it doesn't seem like it right now, but hopefully we do soon. Um, but how do we make it a successful year, right? Yeah, well, I touched on it last week, and I don't know if you had a look at it, but the objective outline sort of PDF thing that I sent out, um, that would be my sort of first 
stark point, and I'll literally I could, we can run through it here while while we're talking. But the sort of very first point of it is outlining what your vision for twenty twenty two is. So there's no point in going into the new year and be like, okay, right, I'm here, what well, you know, ready to go. Actually, sit down and work out what you want to achieve, and we don't even really need to talk about it from just a training or physique perspective. Like we can talk about it from a work perspective, a family life perspective, a personal life perspective, like if you want to fucking learn a new language or learn to juggle fire while riding a unicycle, like whatever the fuck you want to do, as long as you have a, a set vision for it. Um, I think that that's definitely something that's beneficial. And I actually listened to another podcast and the girl on the, it was Stephen Bartlett and Mel Robbins. And at the end of it, she was talking about um, like the actual power of visualization. And I'm never really that like manifest person but the way that she described visualization to me made a lot of sense and it's not just she's the marathon as an example now i'm never fucking going to run a marathon as we all know but the way that she was talking about it made a lot of sense so she said not only to visualize you know you finishing the marathon but putting together a vision board of the hard times like the things that you're actually going to have to do to get there so like I'm not just going to turn up and run a marathon and that's me good to go. It was like put up the days where it's raining outside and there's somebody in the rain running or put up the days that, you know, you have an injury or put up the days that you don't want to do it or the dark mornings and all the shit that you're going to have to go through to actually visualize what the entire process is going to look like rather than just visualizing you running through the tape and getting the fucking medal at the end of it. So whatever yeah. it is that you're trying to set out for a vision of 2022, actually put together what that looks like and what you actually need to do to get there. Like it's not just a, okay, right. I want to have a six pack by June. Like how are you going to do it? Do you know what I mean? It's about knowing the sort of process and the direction that you need to take things to get it. Well, that's one thing I appreciated uh, when I first came on board with you, Ben, and it wasn't a new year's resolution. It was more so I was just like, I'm tired of being fat. So, um, you know, but uh, uh, what I liked about going into your program was, you know, you had this, this, you know, basically spreadsheet of, of things to track every single week. Right. And on top of that, there was the, the weekly trackers, which kind of said, Hey, here's, you know, your goals for this week. You know, you need to get in three trainings, you know, this week, you need to get 10,000 steps. Here's your calories, you know, setting that up for success on a, on a micro level, um, really helped me out with the macro side of the house. Right. You know, and, and I think, you know, having those, those, those visions of what you want to accomplish is really important. So maybe it's, Hey, I just want to shed my weight. Well, what's the best way of doing that? You know, I, I would say the best way of doing that is resistance training and then honing in your, your macros so that you put on some muscle as you're going and doing this. And it's much easier for you to keep that weight off because you've now increased muscle mass and now you can continue to increase muscle mass and have a, a nice body figure as you start to build up again, you know, in, in the weight side of the house, which is what you know, you have done very successfully for a lot of folks, including myself, you know, we, when I first came aboard, you know, we dropped down to what, 195, I think. There right? there about. But I would like to point out as well, you had surgery in between there. If you yeah. remember, you had a recovery yeah. period. So I think that yeah. was something to sort of take in the note. Cause I did, I think last week we talked about it and I went back and I was like, that was it. The, I think that, that was, was surgery. the first sort of yeah. six to eight weeks. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you know, but the, the dropping of the weights, you know, will will come naturally if you're in, in a deficit and losing the weight and things like that. But at the same time, when you're adding resistance training, you know, whether that's, you know, I, again, you know, I, I would really recommend, you know, if you're going to do weight training three times a week and Ben, you know, feel free to contradict or, or to add onto that. But, you know, if you're going to do three, three times a week, do full body workouts, you know, um, do legs three times a week, do upper body three times a week, you know, same, same workout routine. So, you know, you do three workouts, a week, but, you know, incorporate squats and deadlifts, um, you know, your back, tries, buys, shoulders, you know, every, in your chest, uh, everything that goes into that and just do a full body work. And it doesn't need to be two hours at the gym. You know, usually I'd say on average, a good hour solid, you know, is, is a good time frame to consider for, um, you know, being at the gym and what you should be kind of pacing yourself for. Uh, someone asked me this yesterday, like how long do you spend in the gym? And, Typically, it is only an hour if I'm not putzing around. You know, if I'm just locked in and I'm going at it, it's an hour. But I'm usually always putzing around, so it's usually like an hour and a half. Um, but you don't need to spend that long in the gym, right? You can in a solid hour, forty-five minutes to knock out a full body workout is fantastic. Um, and if you can get to the gym three times a week, just doing those while being in a caloric deficit, you're going to be in much better shape coming out of this than than just trying to shed that weight and and uh, you know knock it all off you're not going to be happy with just shedding the weight off trust me like i, I wasn't happy when i was at 195 um and and so you know shedding the weight off and looking good is a combination of, of the two of those i think 
Yeah, and you know, as we've sort of touched on before, it's about having that sort of more muscle mass so that you can then eat more calories and you never have to go back down to that like super low deficit that you've they've been in before. And there's actually I don't know if you've noticed, but there's actually been a lot of chat in the the what's now called the family chat um of clients that, you know, people are like, Oh, I used to be I think it, somebody said Ludovine said that she used to be eating 1400 calories to lose weight. Now that she's eating 2000 calories, she's like, she can't get her head around it. I'm like, because yeah. you just have more energy, you know, even, and I listened to another podcast yesterday about this, even down to like a fidgeting perspective and like the, the things that you do that you don't even realize you're doing. Like, even if you're sat on the sofa watching a TV show, you will move less if you eat less calories because your body just doesn't want to do those things. If you're sat on the sofa and you've got loads, you probably like shift to one side and move over here and like you're all over the place. All of that added up is burning calories. So yes, okay, that's a very micro level to look at it, but over time it all adds up. So the more that you can get away with eating for what of a better phrase, the better your training is going to be and the more energy you're going to have to do, have to do, to do your steps the more you can put into your cardio and all the things that come along with it. And also be careful on like wearables and fitness trackers and things like that that tell you what your calories are. Um, a good example, you know, I have the Aura Ring, I had Whoop, uh, I have, you know, the, I have the Samsung now. I switched to Samsung versus Garmin because I don't have to use my Garmin anymore. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, they'll give you like a calorie breakdown of how many calories you burned. Uh, these are very inaccurate uh, when it comes to weight, weight training. Uh, you know, it's very hard to predict weight training because these are predominantly based off of your heart rate. And so when you're going and you're doing resistance training uh, and you're, you know, knocking out reps and sets like that, unless you're doing like a, a total cardio circuit, um, you know, it's not going to be anywhere near represented. Uh, as Ben has mentioned, there's kind of like an after effect as well um, for calorie burn once you, you know, do uh, weight training as well. So, you know, you, you really want to track and be very specific on, on the calories that you're eating versus calories out. But you don't want to starve yourself because, again, you know, this is supposed to be a long-term journey, right? Are you going to, are you going to be able to starve yourself for the rest of your life? No, you know, and, and you're going to feel like shit. Uh, you know, your body's going to break down. You're not gonna be able to recover, you know, as fast, you know, you're, you're just not going to be a happy camper, uh, when all this goes along. And yeah, I remember seeing pictures of Luis before and after she just posted one recently and, you know, she's eating more calories than when she was substantially heavier and she looks phenomenal right now. I mean, she's, she's, you know, you know, the best shape she's ever been in her life as well. So, you know, and she's eating more calories than she ever has before. So this isn't a, you know, a thing of, of, Hey, you know, we need to starve ourselves. You need to understand, Hey, you know, just get a starting point. I mean, as, as we recommended before, you know, a tip to success is understand what your total daily energy expenditure is, you know, subtract a couple hundred calories from that. See how you do. See if you lose a pound or two a week, first week, second week, I would say, don't expect anything. And then after that, it's start to come off. Um, and then start to make, you know, minor increments, you know, as you go along by calculating, Hey, you know, I, I only lost, you know, a pound or I gained a pound. Okay. Let's shave a hundred calories off this week again and see how, how kind of works. So you know, it's just minor increments over time. And eventually what you're going to find is a situation like me where, you know, I eat 3,500 calories or I eat 3000 calories, or whatever ends up being, and I'll maintain my weight or gain, you know, or lose weight, um, based off of that. When we first started, I think I was at like, you know, 2,300 calories, something like that. So your calories will increase over time, the more muscle mass you put on. Um, and it's just, it's just a balancing effort of your body. And, and as you start to go through it all. Yeah, absolutely. And Louise is a good, she's a good advocate for that as well. Cause when she came to me, she had tried every single diet, you know, in her, like Weight Watchers, Slimming World, whatever it was. And then to sort of try and cross that barrier of everything that she has known growing up and every sort of like that culture and all those things to get her into a different mindset that we're going to eat more food to lose weight. She's like that same sort of looking at me like this guy has lost the <laughs> fucking blood. But now she understands it. Now she's stronger. You know, her training's better. And yes, okay, she shares, um, she shares photos in the client group, but she sends me other photos of like in the lift. It's like, look at my shoulder muscle. Like, where the fuck did this come from? But that's what it's, you know, that's what I it's do the all same about. Thing, like, by the way. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the, uh, you know, building the muscle so that you can sort of have more of a, of a daily alliance and trying to sort of get your head around that at the start can be tough because. It's, it's all we know from, you know, if you've ever done a diet before, that's what it tells you. You need to eat less and move more. And then I'm the one telling you to do the opposite. But I think a good point to that is, you know, everything you've done up to this point obviously hasn't been successful or you wouldn't have to be here or you wouldn't, you know, be restarting the journey. Do you know what I mean? It's successful. It works until it doesn't. And then you're fucked basically is the only way I can put it. Yeah. And, uh, so, so going into 2022, what are some of the main tips 
that you would recommend for somebody just starting off? We talked about a little bit on starting off small, right? And I think that's really important for, for folks to understand is that, you know, it's, it's the small changes that will have long lasting impacts, you know, in your, in your success of this long-term, you know, you, you, you know, I look at this as like, you know, today you live your life the way that you live it. If you just completely uprooted everything and completely change your life, we you know, would it stick? Well, probably not because you're used to doing things a certain way their, your whole life. So you, you, you have to make these small incremental changes over time and then gradually improve on them. Do not, you know, you know, uh, for me, like my changes happen quickly because I have, you know, cause I I'm, I'm so locked in to wanting to get bigger, you know, as fast as I possibly can, because I've never had the success before. It's, it's more of like a, an obsession now, I think is, is probably a better word for it for me because, you know, I've never been in this position before in my entire life to where, you know, I felt the way that I have, I, you know, at 39 years old, I feel better than I felt when I was 18, when I was 17, when I was 25, you know, I've never been in this type of position before. I didn't know life could be this awesome and feel this great. And so I want to keep that going. Right. And it's a funny story. Uh, yesterday I had my shirt off. Uh, it's like, so, so I've actually uh, progressed from t-shirts to half cut shirts to when I'm like at home, I just don't wear a shirt anymore. Uh, so, <laughs> and so, and, and uh, it's actually a funny story. I walked in, um, to, uh, my son who was playing Fortnite with a bunch of his friends and he had his, all of his friends up on FaceTime. And, uh, and, uh, I was like, Hey, Gavin, and I started talking about something, you know, like I was like, Hey, you know, you got to do your laundry or whatever for later today. And I didn't realize he was on a FaceTime call. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I had my shirt off and everything. And, and, uh, Gavin's like, Hey, uh, sorry about that guys. My dad's a freak of nature. He works out like six times a day. So just ignore him. <laughs> and, uh, but, but, uh, yesterday, um, uh, Aaron says to me and she's like, man, my God, your chest is huge. That's awesome. And I'm like, yeah, that is awesome. I mean, and she's like, how much bigger do you want to get? And I'm like, Oh, I want to get a lot bigger. And she's like, really? Like, do you want to be like, you know, I'm like, so we started out this guy, you know, it's, you know, for me, it's, it's fun, right? You know, I'm having so much fun with this. Um, but you know, those came from micro habits, you know, and, and a lot of the habits that you instilled early on. And I think, uh, my big tip going into 2022 is having somebody that can hold you accountable. Somebody else that shares your success and happiness, because I don't think if I didn't have like a coach like yourself um, or a community around me that I would be this much motivated to do what I'm doing now, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think there's, there's a couple of points to note just in that it's number one, having someone who can not make your decisions for you, but someone that you can come to and be like, is this, the, am I doing the right thing? Like someone who's your sort of second brain almost that like they're coming to you and be like, like, I'm doing this. Is that okay? And, or someone going like, I'm freaking out. And then them go, no, we're on the right track. There's that side of it. There's obviously the the sort of support side of it that comes along from the community and, and the calls and the chat and everything else. But there's also the wanting to show up for them as well. Do you know what I mean? Because you see, yeah. you know, it's not just the support, but it's like, okay, well, you know, if everybody else is fucking doing it, like I can't not, not let the side down, but I mean, I want to yeah. show up. Like I want to be a part of it. Like I want to be that sort of big role within the group. So there's a lot to be said about that. Um, I think if we sort of take it, and I think this sort of falls in line with how we ordered the first couple of podcasts, I can't go into, or I can't say what my biggest tips would be going into the new year if we don't talk about mindset first, because yeah. that's obviously yeah, right. what, what the first, you know, what the first pillar, pillar. is. So I want to put this back to you as to what your mindset or even a shift in your mindset, like when we first had that call, I don't know, September last year, I don't know when it was, but anyway, when we first had that call, sort of those initial couple of months, like what was the shift in your mindset to sort of allow you to have the success that you've had? Uh, I, I think it was rock bottom was, was what led me to this, right? You know, I, I had tried everything from diets to starving myself to thinking I'm eating healthy to keto, uh, to Atkins. I did Atkins originally. Um, and, and, you know, again, I dropped some pounds, gain pounds, drop some pounds, gain pounds. Even when I was at my lowest, I think my lowest weight was 185. I hated the way it looked. I was just this like stick and bones. And I actually had somebody the other day say to me, like, I've seen all iterations of Dave and you're the, by far the healthiest looking Dave I've ever seen. You know, when you were super skinny, you looked pale, white, frail, you know, didn't look good. 
to to now you look you know absolutely incredible so you know i think i think i'd hit a point of rock bottom and i, I remember like this like when i first was looking for a personal trainer what had happened you know is, is i'm like okay you know COVID starting i had bought a tonal uh which is a you know weightlifting machine that's kind of like a peloton for weightlifting the way and, I describe you know, it to people is it's an iPod that has arms. That's the yeah. way I can really describe it. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I was working out and I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to eat healthy. And I was eating like Panera and I was doing this. And I, you know, I was like being real careful of everything I ate. And then I just kept seeing my weight tick up, my weight tick up. And I wasn't seeing any changes anywhere else. And I wasn't feeling stronger. I was all over the place on weight training. And I had no idea what I was doing. And I, and I had hit rock bottom. You know, it was like one of those things where like, I don't know what to do. I, I, I don't know what to do to be successful here. I don't know what to do. I, I feel like I have the motivation to want to change myself, but I just don't know what I don't know. And, and, it, and obviously what I'm doing and what I've done in the past, what I'm doing now, it's not working. So it, it, it was time for, for a change for me. So my mindset, my, my mindset was really rock bottom. And then it was reaching out for help. Right. And I think that's the, the biggest success I had was, you know, I happened to find you, um, you know, online and, and, you know, I was, I was you know, I, I checked out like Noom or I think it's called Noom, right? Uh, I checked out a few different things that were like all these commoditized, you know, like nutritional things. And I'm like, I don't, you know, that's, that's fine, but I don't need that. I need somebody to help steer me and guide me and to motivate me and to show me what I'm doing wrong and to teach me and educate me so that I could be successful. And so when I, you know, and I looked at a, a couple of trainers and they're like, yeah, you know, um, we're never going to meet in person. We're never going to talk. You know, you'll just get this like, you know, program and it'll do this and this and this. And I'll track it and I'll prove it, all this other good stuff. I'm like, again, that's not what I need. You know, like I need somebody that I can, you know, have failures and successes with and those types of things. And so, you know, when I talked with you, uh, I remember we had our first, uh, uh, you know, we had a like a Zoom together. And, you know, the, the first thing you said to me was, you know, tell me what you're struggling with. And, and you just listened and, and I walked through everything and, you know, you said, listen, you know, I'm not the type of trainer that's going to give you a program. That's going to just, you know, send you on your way and you're good to go. Um, you know, I'm going to work with you. Um, you know, you got access to my cell phone. You can call me, text me, whatever you need. I want this to be just as much a success for you. Your success is my success. Right. And, and that's what I think really shifted for me on the mindset front is, Hey, I have somebody now that's holding me accountable. Um, and, you know, one thing that also helped out too is, you know, as we started kind of going through this journey, we became good friends and, um, you know, you don't want to let a friend down. Right. And so for me, it's been a combination of both mindset of rock bottom and wanting to change myself, the successes that I've had, but also, you know, I want to, to make you proud too about what we're doing, you know? So it's kind of all the above, you know, all of that has really culminated into where I'm at today and really what kind of drives me forward. Um, you want to beat everybody else, obviously. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I, I actually saw a study. There's a study that left-handed people are more competitive than right-handed people. By the way, it's actually a scientific study on that, and it's it's so true, which makes okay. sense, you know. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Right. So there, there was obviously uh, you know a lot to that. So getting your mindset right is is key, and I think you know a good sort of point to start for moving into the new year, or at least what I do is sort of give a bit of a like reflection of the, the year that we've just had and a bit of a review almost. So if you have a think like, right, okay, 2021, what did I enjoy? What did I do good at? What success did I have? And what of these three things do I want to carry into the new year? And then do the opposite. What was shit? What didn't I have success with? And what did I really hate? And those things you want to get rid of them. So you can sort of see whether it's habits, whether it's people, whether it's your fucking job, whatever it is, like have a sort of review of your year, what the good things were, what the bad things were, take those good things into the new year and leave the bad things in, in 2021. It's a bit of a cliche because it's new year, new me and all that shit, but obviously it's, it's in people's minds. So yeah. I definitely think that that's a good sort of point to, to start on as well in terms of what habits you're going to take into the new year and what ones you're going to leave in the last year. Yeah, I think that's a good, good thing. I, I, uh, I think I've, I've really refined a lot of my good habits and kicked away a lot of the bad. Uh, when I say bad, you know, um, my nutrition is locked in, right? I, you know, I know at a given day, you know, what I can eat, what I can't eat. You know, if I'm, you know, if I have just a, a shit lunch meal, like I'm just in a hurry and I'm buying and I eat a burger. Okay, great. You know, I know I need to be more protein centric. Like I'm really locked in 
on the nutritional uh, side of the house. The the habit that I need to get rid of um, is when I go to play video games at night. Motherfucking wheat thins, man, they get me. They get me so good. Those wheat thins. Uh, I'll, eat, I'll, I'll eat a whole box of those sometimes, you know, and, and I account for it in my calories, but it's, it's not the best to eat a whole box of wheat thins before you go to bed. Okay. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, so, you know, there's no reason to blow 800 calories on wheat thins. It's just the stupidest thing ever. And, but for some reason it's become one of my habits where like, Oh, I'm going downstairs. I'm going to go get me uh, a bang, which is creatine, no caffeine and caffeine-free ones, uh, and I'm going to eat a whole box of, of Wheat Thins, you know? So, like, so I think I'm going to stop buying Wheat Thins because they're, like, yeah, my little in my kryptonite. That's what I would recommend because if it's not in the house, <laughs> you can't eat it, and that's what I do. I'm, like, you yeah. know, I'm maybe in the supermarket, and I'm, like, oh, these look great, and these are on offer, and blah, 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 and then, like, I'm, like, oh, shit, I don't need to eat, and if it's there, no. I will 100% oh. eat it. It's fine. If it's unopened, it can sit in the cupboard for months and months and months and I won't even Oh, not me. And as, not soon, as soon as it opens, that's it. It's <laughs> like, I can, I'll be stood here and I'm like, I can hear it. So I know it's there. Like, I can hear it. I need to go and get it. Um, I'll tell, I'll tell you a funny story really quick. Uh, so Erin uh, buys these reduced fat, reduced fat wheat thins because she likes wheat thins as well. And she knows that I just destroy them. <laughs> and she, she put her name on there and she said, listen, these are my wheat thins. Okay? So don't, don't touch them. I totally forgot we had that conversation. I totally wrecked that whole box of wheat thins. So the next day she's like, where the hell are my wheat thins? I'm like, I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> it was the dog. It was the dog or the kids. Either one, you know, it's, it's, it, but, uh, just, just my, my kryptonite is definitely wheat thins. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. A point to note nutrition. And I think I maybe mentioned this last week or the week before, but I've, I've been looking for like a meal prep company to sort of take that, like delegate, I guess. And I think, Again, a point to sort of note about things that you've mentioned before is you've delegated delegated your sort of health and fitness to me to take control of. So obviously in business, you delegate all the stuff that other people are better at. So you've done that. So for me, I've been trying to delegate, you know, getting a meal prep company and they are awful over here. I just can't get one that is any use and I can't yeah. get the ones from the mainland UK delivered over. So I've managed to talk my mum into prep my food for me. Oh, nice. Absolutely ideal. So that's yeah, awesome. That um, are you all this her? is coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Okay, okay, okay. Of course. Um, <laughs> she, she was actually here earlier on wrapping all my Christmas presents as well. Didn't pay for that one. Um, but yes, a point to sort of note on that is just find ways to make things easier for yourself. It doesn't necessarily need to be a meal prep company or whatever, but you know, obviously everything that we're doing is going to come with a cost in terms of financial cost, a time commitment or whatever it is, but you want to sort of make sure you're utilizing either the financial investment or the time investment as much as possible so that you don't feel like yeah. you're wasting either. Yep. And I think uh, meal prep services, you know, I, I mentioned before, if you're in the United States, I really like Tavala, really awesome foods. My, my, my wife eats them, my kids eat them. Still not sponsored by them though. I mean, do we need to be for like crying out loud? I, I probably, like, probably sold like 300 of them for crying out loud <laughs> to people, but uh, you know, we gotta get sponsors. We gotta get sponsors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's our goal but, for 2022. So <laughs> But Tavala's been great. You know, they ship it to your house, never frozen. You know, uh, they send you an oven, steam oven. You basically scan a QR code, pop your food in, fresh food. Macros are all accounted for. Um, you know, usually range anywhere between 300 calories to like the real extreme ones are like 800 calories. But, you know, like normally I, I, I stay within the 400 to 500 calorie mark per meal, which is usually about anywhere between 40 to 50 grams of protein, you know, 40 you know grams of carbohydrates, you know, 10 to 20 grams of fat. So, you know, usually it's a really great breakdown of macros for you. Um, the meal prep and, and what you put in your, your body, I think, is, is extremely important. And, and making that a, a cyclical effect. Uh, I'll tell you, one thing that I've really started liking a ton, just like I could just eat this all the time, is literally rice, chicken, and broccoli. Like, like I know it's simple, but I could eat that you all know, day long. You do, know, you do know that this is like what the, the industry as a whole is trying to step away from. Like, I know, but I was chicken, just saying, I could, I could literally eat that all day long. Like, chicken, I broccoli, and rice is like bodybuilder, old school. Like, they used it to eat that six is. times a day. And it everybody's is. trying to step away from you. You're like, I like it. I actually <laughs> like it. I actually like it a lot. Like, I was, I was like, Aaron, can I get this, this rice maker that just keeps rice, you know, cooked all day long? And I can just scoop some rice out, you know, prep some chicken, heat it up. I would eat that all day long. Like, I would just yeah. eat the shit out of rice and chicken. Like, I just, well, I love it. I don't know. Well, one point that I would like to make here is food, it, it doesn't need to be a suffering thing. Like, chicken and broccoli and rice to me, like, I can make a good meal out of that. But if you're shit at cooking, and you don't have a fucking clue what you're doing in the kitchen, then yeah. like I've seen literally other coaches 
whenever I used to work in Jimco, sat beside me with a fuck. I'll actually find a picture and I'll send it to you. Plain ass white rice and a, a boiled chicken breast. And I'm like, this is the most depressing piece yeah. of Tupperware meal I've ever seen. But it doesn't need to be like that. So if you're not good at cooking, do yourself a favor and learn how to cook because you can actually really make good things. Like it doesn't need to be, you don't need to suffer whenever you're managing nutrition like you can if you can cook and add flavor to things and have an understanding of food like it doesn't in any way need to be in a bad like i mean i i've always enjoyed like even if i had 1600 calories i still enjoyed the food that i had oh yeah and and that's what i like about tavala is like there's a, so much of a, a wide blend of food i mean you have steak you have pork you have salmon you know, you have all of these different, you know, specialized proteins. You can obviously do vegetarian or, or, or I don't know if they do vegan, but they definitely do vegetarian. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's all those things that, that, you know, like I enjoy the meals that I eat there. Uh, my wife and I have a favorite one. It's the, the chicken shawarma. You know, it's like 630 calories. It's fantastic. It's got 50 grams of protein. Um, you know, it's, it's an amazing meal where it's like our favorite meal to go and do. I like the steak one, you know, so it's just, you know, Find what you like doing. Uh, if you're always in a bind, you suck at cooking. Chipotle is fantastic. You know, just throw some rice and chick, you know, rice and double chicken on there. You know, with some some fajitas. You know, you throw some sauce on there. Whatever you want to do. You know, you're looking at you know four or five hundred calories right there. It's already in my fitness pal. Um, you know, and it's a great breakdown of macros. There, great great set of carbohydrates and, and protein, and um, you know, just a, a really quick meal you can order and go pick up or have someone deliver. You know, whatever. It's just a a good good benchmark there. Yeah. One. One th- or did you have anything to add on that? No, I don't think so. Okay. One big thing that has been a game changer for me um, that I'm carrying into 2022. And this is like, this is like my biggest fear um, where I'm at now, right? Is I'll stay the same of where I am right now, right? You see these guys that go into the gym and they've been going there for 10 years and they look like they've been lifting for like a half a year, right? And I had somebody that uh, direct messaged me, uh, being kind of shitty actually ab- about it. Oh, really? uh, well, just in the sense of, uh, you know, like, oh, you're on testosterone, so of course, you know, you're going to look like that. I'm like, no, motherfucker. Like, testosterone isn't this magic thing where you just start taking and all of a sudden you get muscles. Like, like I work out six days a week plus three days of cardio plus fifteen thousand steps and my nutrition's locked out. What are you doing? You know, let's take a look at your plan of why you don't look like this. It's not testosterone. Okay. Yes. Testosterone does help, but it's not this magic thing where you're all of a sudden going to start having muscles. Like it doesn't work that way. I'm just putting natural testosterone in my body because I don't produce enough of it. So anyways, F that dude. Um, but, uh, you know, my, but you see these dudes that'll go in there and they're just the same, you know, look and feel every time. And, and yes, one is definitely not a nutrition, but second is not understanding what it takes to actually grow your muscles. And I think that's been a, a big epiphany. Uh, you know, when we first started our training program, you know, you focus on resistance training in the true coach side of the house. And I understand the, the program they do. I think when you, inv- when you evolve more though, you need to, to really, and you, you specifically, re- you know, request that we track the weights that we're doing so we can go back and look at those. You know, um, I don't know if that was one thing that I focused on a lot when I was, first starting off in this and, I, and maybe I shouldn't have because I'm just getting into that mind muscle body connection and it's much more important on form um, than it is the amount of weights that you're throwing up and also tempo is extremely important too so you know time under tension and making sure that you have a good you know muscle contraction as you're going through and doing these exercises um, so getting those down first and foremost I think is really important but if you if you don't want to look the same every single year you need to increase your weights Right, and you need to to consistently track that weight. So it doesn't need to be anything super sophisticated. Just take a a piece of paper, you know, one week and say, "Hey, my bicep curls, I did twenty five pounds or thirty five pounds, you know, for this this amount of reps. You know, this is how many sets I did. Here's how many reps I did. And here's how much weight I did. And and I like your uh, easy trick hack, Ben, which is, you know, if you're trying to go for anywhere between you know eight to twelve reps. Um, in a set and you only get to eight, cool, keep that same weight and keep going until you get to 12. Once you get to 12, increase the weight. Then you're back down to eight again, great, keep going until you get back to 12 again. So it, it's really always increasing your weights and putting in that, that tension on your muscles because that is ultimately what triggers muscle hypertrophy, protein synthesis, and your body's ability to grow muscle. If you're just doing the same weights over and over again, your body is not instructing 
itself to build more muscle, or if it is, it's doing it very slowly. So, you know, you, you really need to increase those weights and throw more weights up. I'm not saying you need to blow your back out of 600 pounds, but you know, you want to be in that, that range where you're getting to muscle failure, right? You know, where you can't lift anymore, where you're, you're struggling, you're shaking as you're coming up, you know, and your muscles are just dead, right? You want to get to that type of point where, where you can't do anymore. That's why I really like doing AMRAP sets, uh, as many reps as possible at the very end of my workout routines, because I'm burning my muscles out at that point in time, right? It's, you know, um, just yesterday it was a, um, it was a pool day. So it was back in, in biceps predominantly did some traps and a little bit of calves too, uh, in there, but my, my last, uh, two sets are, um, you know, I'll do a landmine row where it's l- lightweight and I try to do as many reps as possible, burn my back out. And then I go right to uh waiter curls where you bring the curl, you know, you, you curl up into uh, more of a bicep curl for waiter curls and biceps. And, you know, I can get 15, 20 of those, but my, you know, my, my arms are just shot afterwards. My muscles are done, you know, at that point in time, the volume that you, you lift, you know, continues to increase. So my, my biggest recommendation going into to 2022 is track the weights that you're lifting and gradually increase them over time with what you can do based on the amount of reps. So if you're getting to 12 reps, you know, increase that weight by 10 pounds and see where you're at. You know, if you're just getting six, then cool. You know, that, that four to the 12 range is, is where you want to be at typically. So keep, keep that weight going. And then of course, if you start at, you know, six and you're going to do six next week, you can do maybe seven or maybe not, maybe two weeks later, three weeks later, a month later, you're getting to 10. Fantastic. Keep that going. You always want to be increasing weight and volume. It's, it's all about total volume uh, and time under tension in your muscles to increase the, the size of your muscles. Yeah, agree. And anybody who says that they don't need to track their workouts because, you know, it's just in their head what they did. No, it's not. Like, there's no way that you can remember an entire workout, three sets per exercise for six to, six to eight exercises. Yeah, there's no way you can remember everything you do and i'm a fan of pen and paper like i will just have a logbook and i will write it down because i'm easily distracted so if i put up my phone then five minutes later i'm on instagram and i'm fucked in the the session lasts about two hours (laughs) but a point that i would like to make about that sort of if we take eight to twelve reps yes you're absolutely right if you get eight reps then you want to stick with that weight until you get nine ten eleven twelve however if you're in that sort of upper rep range and you're, you know, you're maybe at 11 and this last week you got 11, this week you need to get 12. If you get to 12 and you feel like you have more, do more. Don't stop because it says 12 and you're like, oh, I just need to stop at this round number, like whatever. The flip side of that as well is if you get the upper rep range and then you need to up the weight and it's maybe a weight that you've never lifted before or whatever else and you, you don't reach eight reps if that's the lower end of it and you get maybe five or six or seven or whatever. That's okay too, because you need to, your body needs to get used to holding that weight. It needs to get used to the actual weight. So if it's a squat or bench or whatever, if it's a weight that your body's never lifted before, then yes, it's going to take some time to, you know, acclimatize to it, I guess. So stick with that weight. And then, you know, your goal is then to obviously get the eight and then work up to 12. And then that's how you naturally progress. One caveat to that is obviously, you know, we can only progress so much. And if you go maybe three weeks, I'll always say three weeks that you don't progress in either reps or weight, then it's time to swap the exercise out. So if it's something you just swap it out for something that's the same muscle group, but a different exercise, because unfortunately, you know, if, if we were all progressing, I'd be doing fucking 800 pound squats and not giving a shit. Whereas you obviously have an upper limit, do something else whenever you plateau bring that back up, reach the upper limit with that, and then maybe go back to the first exercise that you were doing. But I would say three weeks. Two weeks isn't enough. Three weeks, if you've had the same amount of reps and exactly the same weight, then it's time to change the exercise out. Yeah, and that's you know a thing that I, I really enjoy too is is it's not just uh, switching the exercise out. It keeps things fun and exciting when you do something different too. Yeah. So you know you're not doing the same monotonous thing you know week after week after week. So in my training programs, you know I have. Uh, week one and week two, and they're very different type of workouts. Uh, both of them, you know, same muscle groups worked, just different uh, workout programs that I do. And then I'll make little tweaks and things like that based on how I'm feeling, um, you know, throughout the uh, uh, throughout the week, you know, um, on, on each one, just to kind of keep it fun and exciting as I'm going through. But you're absolutely right. You know, the 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 type of exercise you do will hit your muscles differently. It'll feel different. You know, it's a different type of movement. Um, so your muscles don't get used to a specific type of, of exercise point. So, you know, it's, it's a way of hitting your muscles in a different angle or a different way uh, to, to kind of get rid of those plateaus. Um, and I think that's a, a big piece there as you go through. You know, for me, um, 
I track week after week. I have an Excel spreadsheet um, that I track week after week. Each of my training programs, it has total volume in there. It was a really simple Excel formula to add. You know, it's just basically taking, um, you know, rep one, uh, you know, or set one times uh, rep one amount of weight. So it's just, you know, uh, weight times uh, the reps. And you do that for each set that you do. And then you do a combined total of that. That equals your total volume, right? And so, you know, if I do bicep curls, I look at last week, hey, I started off at 35 pounds for a bicep curl. Okay, I'm going to start off at 38 this week uh, and see how I do. You know, if I, especially if I hit 12, you know, um, on that one. So I'll bump it up a couple pounds to see how well I react to that. And if it's too low, then I'll drop it down, you know, and, and keep it going. So, you know, it's, it's just, uh, you know, uh, minimum increases, you know, you don't need to, you know, increase by 5,000 pounds or 6,000 pounds. I, I, I have done that several times, but, uh, uh, you know, but, uh, it's one of those things where, where, you know, a hundred pounds or 50 pounds or 20 pounds, you know, a difference you're increasing the time under tension that you have. And I think that's really important for folks to understand for, for muscle hypertrophy or growth, you need to have heavier weights. Um, I mean, it's, it's scientifically proven. If you're just lifting the same weights week after week after week, you are not going to make gains in the gym and you're just wasting your time at the gym. You know, you're just maintaining what you already have. You're not going to build or grow. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a very good example of this that I actually lived myself. So the gym that I used to work out of is called Jimco. There was an original version of that, which is closer to my house now. And then they opened a new one that I started in, which is just now slightly over five years. In that time that I worked in the new one, I didn't ever go back to the first one just because I was always in work and I would have trained there and that was absolutely fine. Whenever I left, I then went back to train in the original one. And I honestly, there was maybe, I saw maybe six or eight guys who had been training since before, like the five years before, doing, were in the same fucking training gear, doing the same exercises in the same order, doing the same weight and looked exactly the same. And I'm like, that's five, five years. If you're yeah. doing the same weight, reps, exercise, of course you're going to look the same. Like there needs to be something that promotes change within the body. So more weight, more reps, maybe if you've been in your training plan for more than four months or whatever, that needs to change too. Or even if it's the, the type of training or the way that your training plan set up. So obviously you mentioned there, you know, full body, obviously then you can move into upper, lower, push, pull legs or infinite amounts of different splits of, of how your, your training can be set up. But maybe sometimes it's just need, need for it needed. A change is needed. Maybe sometimes yep. a change is needed. Maybe sometimes a change is needed. Maybe sometimes well, I mean, a change is needed. Uh, you know, like the, the, the splits that I do that I've really liked is, you know, if, if I'm lifting, I'm lifting six days a week and I have a, a day off on Sunday. Um, I actually do take days off on Sundays. That is my lazy day. I literally don't do shit. I usually don't even hit my step marks. Um, you know, but, uh, uh, but I make up for it the rest of the week on, on extra ones. But, uh, um, Saturday or uh, my, my split is I'll do, you know, a push pull legs. And then I do an upper lower split, and then I do what I call a pump day, which is going to be more reps and trying to get, you know, the muscles, the pump, and things like that, uh, a little bit more burn them out for the week. So um, I, I found I like that a lot because it's a nice balance of of hitting all the muscle groups several times throughout the week, um, and then also you know the the amount of volume total that I do with that is is really good as well. So. You know, again, I'm not saying you have to lift six days a week. You know, three days a week is fantastic. Full body exercises for for three days a week. You know, um, you know, you you want to focus on you know heavy compound movements are your big big goals there. Um, so bench press, you know, deadlift, uh, uh, squats, uh, overhead press. Um, you know, are going to be some of the the big ones there um, that you focus on for for those. And you know, those are going to give you the, your most uh, amount of muscle mass. So if you're doing three times a week, you know, consider doing maybe one big compound movement one day you know, and then hitting the muscle groups in a lot of different areas and then, you know, do another big compound movement another day and then do another one another day. So, you know, it's just, you know, kind of balancing how this all works out. But at the end of the day, your body can take it. Um, and uh, the resistance training has become really important. Yeah. I mean, we have a podcast, episode 13, if anybody hasn't listened to it, how to build your own training program. And I think we, we covered all those, like what you need to look at from a compound movement, from a mm -hmm. how to set it up, like what that should look like, squat, push, pull, carry, things like that, hip hinge movement. Um, so it's all in there. So if you, I mean, if you're at this point, you haven't listened to any of the other podcasts, everything that we're saying, obviously we're refining it because we're moving into the new year, but everything that you need to set yourself up for success in the new year or at any point, is all there. Like we've ticked a lot of boxes on that front. We need some yeah. fresh content moving into the next year.
Oh, we will. We have some good guests coming in and a lot of other good stuff. I'm excited about it. Yep, yep, for sure. Want to finish with anything? Any top tips for you, goal setting? What about outside of health and fitness? Because obviously we don't want to just be like, oh, yes, fucking bicep curls and protein shakes. Uh, it's, it's really just health and fitness. You know, no, no, I, no, it's, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you know, goal wise, I, I always want to strive to be a better, fa- better father, you know, be, be there for my kids, um, you know, be more active with my kids. I love um, teaching my kids basketball team right now. Uh, it's a lot of Am fun. I going to learn after learn. Like, I mean, I've got three months. Can I learn how to play basketball before I get over there? Yeah, we'll, we'll go. We'll, okay, I'll just, I'll just throw you into uh, a league. And uh, you just figure it out. Just YOLO. Just, just, hey, just run back and forth. That's all you got to do. With like 12 year olds and 11 year olds? No, no. It's all a bunch of old adults that, uh, okay. that uh, you know, we break easy. But, I mean, uh, I, used to, I used to play with a round in school. So that, what was that, 137 years ago or something like that, a long time yeah. ago. But I did play with it in school. Yeah, Only because I was it. taller than everybody else. That was it. Oh, yeah, tall guy, <laughs> throw it down. That's right. That's all. And hey, I'm the tall guy in the center, and I'm a big guy, so I can throw people around. So I just get the ball and I pass it out to people that can actually shoot because you don't want me shooting. So, <laughs> um, but uh, no, just being there for my kids, my family is going to be big. Obviously, uh, you know, on the business front, things are going really well. Continue to strengthen and bolster all those companies and continue to grow. But also recognizing, hey, you know, we have just a, an amazing group of people here. Take care of them. Um, you know, see what this year year brings us. But uh, for me, I'm really excited going into 2022. I know there's a lot of shit and turmoil and things like that. So, you know, I know it, uh, it's not all positive, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, I try to always look at, at the more of the optimistic side of the house of, of things. That's always been my kind of way of looking at life and impacting the things that I can in a positive manner. Um, so continue to do that and help others uh, going into 2022. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I think what you said there about impacting the things that you can change, like controlling the controllables. A lot of people worry about a lot of shit and I'm not... I'm not that part. Everybody's talking about mm-hmm. another lockdown and all this shit. And I'm like, if it happens, I'll deal with it then. There's no point yeah. in me worrying about it twice. Can't do anything about it. Like, we have to fucking yeah. every day as it comes. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's all. I mean, so next week it will be, I hope you had a good Christmas and Happy New Year. Yeah, same here. Happy, Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year to everybody out there uh, from the, uh, you know, Hacking Your Health podcast group. And hopefully uh, you're enjoying this. I've heard so many um uh, great things on social media around feedback and you know just how much they're enjoying the podcast, how it's changed their perspectives and how they look forward to it every week. So we really appreciate you all listening. Um, you know, you're part of this community as well. You know, continue to share your experiences, uh, you know, and, and your successes, your struggles. You know, check out the Discord server, discord.gg slash uh, we hack uh, health. Oh, I'm sorry, it's hacking your health, not we hack health. It's uh, hacking your health. The Maybe we you hack should health. change that because it's then they're all the same. We could, we could, we should. I, I could do that. Um, but, uh, you know, have a wonderful, wonderful set of time with your family and, you know, you know, it might be a good, good thing, you know, or just, uh, from a, a resolution perspective, just to make a small slight change is during your Christmas and New Year's break. I know we all like to eat. Why not focus more on, on stuffing it a bit more with meats, you know, focusing a little bit more on protein. And that's going to be kind of your start on the nutrition side is, Hey, I'm going to do less of the potatoes. I'm gonna do less of the pumpkin pies. Um, you know, and I'm going to go more towards the meat. I'm still going to enjoy those. But just more, more within moderation. So I'm going to focus more on him eat the turkeys or the hams or whatever the chickens, um, you know, more so than I am the other things. That's a good way to start off the new year. And, and if you can control that, you know, lead into hopefully some some really big success for you in 2022. Yeah, and I would definitely recommend if you're not already to join the Discord channel because I think we should probably run something. I don't want to say support group, but maybe that's what it'll turn out to be. But anybody who's starting out in a new journey, moving into the new year, we can have something that we run for the first couple of months or whatever as a sort of bigger, wider accountability tool and use the sort of wider WeHack Health community on the Discord channel for that. Yep. Well, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. All that good stuff from the the Hacking Your Health uh, family. And I hope everybody had a great time. Appreciate it. I hope Santa brings us a good intro because we're not, we're not nailing it. Right. Catch you later. Thank you. See y'all.